0: All right, I'm pumped up. Let's get going on another one. Here we go. Theme song. L I W American Horse Story Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to that show. I am Phoenix West. This is episode fifty-seven. For 1984's 902 Mr. Jingles. Alright. I mentioned previously the bingo hopper I created to choose from the shows I rarely get around to. And so far, really working out. I do have to take a week off here after after the these this batch I do. Which is three episodes. So 902, 903, 904. And then I don't know what about after that, but it's going to be a, at least a week off at some point. Because I am leaving. Uh, I'm leaving this place. I'm leaving this dark, dark world. But anyway... I have the bingo hopper thing and I only have a couple that the tales from the crypt on there. And somehow I drew three, I drew three tales from the crypt. And finally I drew a, an American horror story. And then I drew three American, American horror stories, but there's plenty of American horror stories on the board. So that makes sense. But the tales from the crypt one, that, this bingo hopper and tales from the crypt are cursed. I, I keep getting forced to watch tales from the crypt episodes. <sighs> anyway, um, Okay, so I did watch 902, 903. I said I wasn't going to do you know, watch ahead, but I couldn't record after I finished watching, so I just watched another one later. So that's, that's the reason I'm doing I did watch the next episode, but none of my notes reflect that, and I won't talk about it. So all of my notes are like while I was watching it. They're not things I added later. So if it doesn't make sense, it's because I didn't watch 903 at the point of note-taking. And I have now, but we're not going to discuss that. So let's talk about 902, Mr. Jingles. Uh, Karen. Uh, the lady who works for the, th- at the therapist's office, whatever the fuck she's called, the prison, uh, or the mental facility. She shows up at, at the camp and she tells Margaret that Jingles is out and Margaret doesn't really give a fuck. She's just like, yeah, if he gets out, he gets out. And you know, I got to defend myself against him. That's fine. Whatever. Cool. And then Karen goes to leave. Her car breaks down and luckily the mechanic is there. He's just randomly there. I assume he's the one that, you know, obviously Mr. Jingles is the killed the mechanic. Uh, Don Swayze then took his uniform and stuff. So I imagine he's the one that fucked with her car to get it to break down. But she doesn't, she's just like, oh, luckily you're here. I was like, come on, bitch. He stabs her neck and then stabs her in the back and kills her. Uh, Brooke sees a news story about the Night Stalker and the gas station murder. She's freaking out. Nobody believes her. And then Margaret busts into the room and she's like, girls in the, or men in the ladies' Getting together and hanging out in cabins at night. Naughty, naughty. No. And she kicks the boys out of the lady cabin. And at this point, I'm like, is this whole season one night, like, before all the kids get there? And then maybe there's going to be, like, a bloodbath and the kids all show up on a bus? Is that what's going? this is going to end? Because uh, so far, it's all the same night. Um, we do see a... Uh, oh, uh, Montana is talking to Brooke about how nobody... Brooke is like, nobody believes me. And she's like, I believe you. And she goes... I don't have to fear the worst when we've already lived through it. And we see the last summer, it says last summer on the screen, and it's Brooke at her wedding. Um, and she's talking about how her, her uh, the guy she's going to marry, whose name is Joseph, is, he's a nice guy, but he's jealous. He gets really jealous. And he's, you know, he's waiting for the, the, the priest and, and Brooke are waiting for the I do's from Joseph. And Joseph just sits there. And then uh, the best man, Sam, chimes in like, you can do this. You want this. And then Joseph freaks the fuck out because I followed you. And you, Sam, you stayed over at Brooke's house all night. You didn't leave till the morning. Uh, then he pulls out a gun and shoots Sam in the fucking head and shoots Brooke's dad. And he falls down. And then he like leans over to Brooke and he's like, you don't deserve to wear white. We saved it. You know, We were saving it for each other. She's like, I did. And he says, you don't deserve to wear white and shoots himself. And so she gets sprayed with blood. Um, and then, what, obviously, you got to play Billy Idol's "White Wedding" at that point, right? Nice day for a white wedding. Of course, you have to play that song at that point. What, what, uh, what other song is gonna fit there? Come on, you have to. They didn't. They, I'm glad they didn't go cheap and get a cover of it. They played the real version. At the end of the story, Brooke finishes up telling Montana this story, and Brooke just leans in for a kiss. I'm like, okay, what the fuck was that? I don't. I have no idea. Uh, Xavier goes out to get a beach towel because there's no towels in the room. I guess And he's looking at, the I think it was Ray that was like, it's not a resort. It's a, it's a fucking camp. Come on. Um, a guy named Blake pulls him into a car and makes it, he makes Xavier call him daddy. And I guess that was him on the phone earlier. That was threatening him. I don't know if I mentioned that in the, in the previous episode of nine Oh one. I don't know if I mentioned that he, he called and got a threatening uh, voice on it. But then, uh, Blake an- announces that he found Xavier as a junkie like dying pretty much and just falling apart in an alleyway. And then he it's also revealed that Blake made him do gay porn at least once, just once actually. No, he says, "I only did it once. I'm not even gay." Like <clears throat> Xavier, I hate to say it, man, but you're you're clearly gay. Not not because you did porn, you just seem gay. You just seem like a gay man, which is fine. That's great. But just go ahead and accept it. If you don't want to do the porn, that's I understand that as well, but Uh, But Blake's like, no, no, when you find, when you find a star, you don't let go of it. And uh, Xavier's like, I'm going to give you something else, someone else. And then uh, he takes Blake and they spy on Trevor in the shower. And then uh, the second Xavier walks away, he gets stabbed in the back of the head. So Blake's dead. Um, He says something like, that's not a dick. That's a miracle or something like that. (laughs) Some funny line about that. But um, uh, Brooke is at the dock. She's just sitting there with her feet dangling above the water. And then a body floats by and hits her in the feet. She freaks out. She turns around. She sees uh, Richard Ramirez, the night stalker. He says, "She's like, how do you find me?" And he says, "Satan showed her the path. Showed him the path." And then she he t- attacks her and goes to stab her with like this weird curved blade. I'm like, that is not a blade you use for stabbing. That's like a slicing blade. It's curved. Well, you whatever. Anyway, it, it doesn't work because he misses stabs. Appear. She hits him on the paddle and runs away. Um. Richard chases her through the woods, and he runs into the time-traveling man. They both fall down, and uh, the time-traveling man goes, I- I'm calling him time-traveling man because that's all I know about him at this point. I'm assuming he's time-traveling. Um, he And he says, uh, wait, I don't die here. And Richard uh, Ramirez, the Night Stalker, slices his guts out. <laughs> and then he goes, I disagree, or something to that effect. And I was like, damn. This show is like a rated R movie where they just they say, say whatever they want. They say the fuck word. They... They not they haven't shown any nudity obviously but then they they have like brutal guts pouring out of bodies I'm like damn this is actually more gruesome than a Friday the 13th movie because those movies are severely censored if you watch them they are not brutal as you th- not as brutal as you think they are your memories have lied to you they are so tame compared to what you can see now the walking dead on a weekly basis shows you shit way more gruesome than any Friday the 13th movie okay um he kills the time-traveling man. He runs a little bit further. He runs into him again. He kills him for the third time. So Mr. Jingles got to him once. Richard Ramirez killed him twice. And after he kills him this third time, he looks at his ID card and it says 1970. So it confirms my theory that he was a time traveler. Because what else was he gonna be? It wasn't. I, I don't. I don't think they're trying to hide it, but it was really fucking obvious. Uh, at this point, the man vanishes from the rock while Brooke is telling Montana about what happened, and she, you know, Montana's like, "Okay, sure, yeah." Because there's two serial killers at the camp now. We, now we know Richard Ramirez is, is, is probably there. We don't have a, we don't have it verified by anyone else other than Brooke, but we're starting to realize they're, pro- they're probably there. Um, anyway, um, Ray finds he goes outside the cabin. He finds a uh, Blake. I think it's his name. I wrote I wrote porn dude's body. So he finds that guy who got stabbed. Uh, he finds him. He's also with Trevor and Chet, so they're all freaking out. Uh, the Night Stalker shows up in Margaret's cabin. He's sitting there like a like like uh Bond does in the beginning of Casino Royale. where He's just sitting in a chair, and, you know, turns on the light. And then um he, asked, he he's, he's 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 there. He's calm. He he's clear, he doesn't look like he's going to kill her and he's like he he's like I want you to tell me about this and he shows the badge which says uh, of the 1970 badge and he says, it says Jonas Chevor, Shev- Chevor, Jonah Jonas Chevor which is a little too close to Voorhees. A little bit, because it's like that rearranged. I think it has the exact same letters. Jason for yeah, it's the same. It's rearranged. I just realized that. It's 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 a anagram of, of Jason Voorhees. Great. Um, Margaret announces she wants to patch him up because he's hurt, and there's sexy music playing, and I'm like, oh god, what is happening? And she's talking about how Jesus led her here. Jesus made her a survivor, and um. She asks about Jonas and, and how he's alive now when she saw his body 14 years ago, and that's where that ends because then we see Richard Ramirez's backstory. He, I don't know if it was his dad or anything, but he threw a ball away from him, and he goes and gets hit in the back of the head with a swing. After that, he gets seizures, and his uncle lives on them and shows him a bunch of Vietnam photos and all the women he killed. Some woman walks up uh, and, and mad that he's showing a, a tiny child a bunch of murder photos, so he shoots her. And that's where that ends. And then Margaret is clearly setting up that he wants him to kill Jingles. And she, he's like, she goes, you know, you need to protect this camp. Protect these kids. Don't kill anyone else. Don't kill anyone else. And then immediately he's chasing down people, chasing down folks. Um, the group gets into the van. I must just say the group because they all keep pairing off <clears throat> and wandering around. But this is when they're a big collection. The van doesn't work. Um, Ch- Chet is freaking out and he's like, I don't want to die with regrets. I did take the steroids. And, and Montana's like, No shit, dumbass. We know you took the fucking steroids. Let's get out of here. Um, the van turns on eventually and then they start driving away, but Nurse Rita jumps in front of them, so they crash the van. And then they decide they need keys for things, cars, so they go and break up into two groups. Um, Margaret finds Jonas and he does this little backstory thing where he says he saw her. Uh, back in 1970, but he left to go save his own life, and he's like, "I left you to die. I'm sorry." And they're clearly hinting that Margaret is the real killer, and she's probably the one that set up uh, the Mister Jingles. I'm assuming that's how it worked. I don't know, but they let's see. Oh, oh, oh! Jonas, Jonas' backstory is he's running away, you know, trying to save his own life. Gets hit by a van, and, and then he gets smashed in the face by the driver. We don't see it. He just. She even goes, "Did you see him?" And he goes, no, I just heard the jingle keys, and I'm like, okay, it's definitely Margaret. I'm like, what else are they setting up? I have no idea. And they don't say it, they don't say it in the next episode, so I, I'm not. I really don't know. But I, what else are they setting up there? It, it was. It's too. It's too vague and too wishy washy for it to just be Mr. Jingles. Like they're clearly hinting at different things. Um, so my theory is, Mr. Jingles is not the real killer but maybe he's going back to kill them because fuck you for setting me up as a killer. I don't know. Maybe that's it. Um, Xavier starts to get all guilty. And, uh, I don't, I don't even remember what that notes. Oh, he's was like, you're all here because of me. Uh, Blake, Blake, you know, Blake was here for me. And then both cabin, they're at separate cabins getting keys. And then both of the cabins start to have people pounding at the door. And that's where the episode ends. That's really all it is. Um, it does have a 7.7 on IMDb. I gave it an 8. I liked it. It's fine. It's It wasn't amazing, but it was, it was solid. I liked it. it. So much so that I wanted to watch the next one. And uh, I, I did it. Obviously. So, anyway. Uh, that's all I really got to say about this episode. It was a good one. Um, I guess that's not all I have to say. Um, yeah, it was fun. Uh, it, there's, there's, they're raising more questions in this episode. And it's only the second episode. But uh, then again, there's only nine this season. So... They have to kinda of start pounding, you know, hitting the head the nail on the head on this. So But they're hitting they're hitting the the twists and turns and the red herrings a little too hard. They if had they had like thirteen episodes or something. But I am definitely interested in, in seeing when this season goes. It's the season I'm I'm looking forward to watching the most out of the last several, several seasons, maybe since season two. I don't know. <laughs> but like the if you just told me the plot of of the seasons as they go, this one sounds the most interesting. Last season wasn't bad. Uh, Season 8 with the Apocalypse, that was good. I liked it, for the most part. Had some really slow episodes in the beginning. Uh, Colt was a good season. Had some really annoying episodes in the first, first handful, but I really hope, since we're just sticking with one night, it appears, because so far two episodes are the same night, hours apart, or minutes apart, really that they just keep it simple. They don't have the random spin-off episodes where you see a bunch of bullshit and and this is a story. This whole episode's a story of this guy who who opened the ca- I'm like oh please don't do that. Please just stick with a straightforward story. That's all I need. It is very comparable to season 3 I think it is of Slasher where they have the the camp and stuff. The problem was that that episode or that season, I guess that the, the crazy twist, I I guessed it the, two seconds into seeing the characters. I was like, that guy's not real. Like, come on. And then it happened, and I'm like, "Ah, I knew that, fuck. Just had to sit here and watch it. God damn it. So I'm hoping this doesn't happen. I'm hoping there's some twists and turns that I don't expect. And the best ones are, we're not even thinking about it. They're hitting it a little too hard in the head. But anyway, I'm going to get out of here. LAWstudios.com. Raiders of the lost flicks.com. Uh, red dragons radio is another, That's a podcast you should download. our Patreon subscribers, both those guys. So check them out. Um, at LAW studios at LAW, the TZ review at LAW anthology Pod, at LAW. uh, What else? I haven't say B movie battle at Phoenix West until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long citizens. So long. Mr. Jingles. Fuck it. Yeah. Send him the episode that worked. Bye.